What's up, everyone, and welcome to the dorm room. I'm Baxter Friedman. And I'm Charlie Rook, and this is a podcast where we interview some cool people and hopefully learn some cool things along the way. Let's get into it. What is up, everyone, and welcome to this edition of the dorm room. We're sitting here with Riley Leonard, the starting Duke quarterback, and we are just so excited to talk to him. Riley, how are you doing today, man? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so uh, I guess tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Riley Leonard from Fairhope, Alabama. Um, love to play basketball, love to play football, uh, love to fish, anything outdoors, really. Um, a lot of guys know me as a basketball player from back home. Not Nobody really even refers to me as a football player, even though, you know, I've had a little bit of success in in, uh, in college. So, uh, you know, Christian guy, you know, just love to hang with the boys, you know um do things outdoors yeah that's awesome man um so you mentioned um everyone kind of refers to you as a basketball player at home so Baxter told me that you could have had the opportunity to play basketball in college so what was kind of that decision process did you know you wanted to be a football player earlier on or you know how did that happen yeah so after my junior season of football and basketball I was planning on going to uh, play college basketball um it, you know, I was going to play in the UIBL with Alabama Fusion, which is a big uh, AAU team out of Alabama. And, you know, I had my, you know, my goal was to go play college basketball. But then COVID comes around and uh, UIBL gets canceled. So I don't get the offers that I was expecting to whenever I was, you know, starting to play in those tournaments. Um, so, you know, whenever those basketball offers didn't come around like I wanted them to, you know, I was able to pick up some. But, you know, nothing that, you know, really caught my eye. So, Football tape ended up getting out there after junior year, which is super late. Uh, never took a visit anywhere. Never went on an unofficial or official visit to any college. So uh, super, super different recruiting process for me, you know, because of COVID. So um, luckily, Coach Cut and Duke uh, found my tape when I was in high school and ended up offering. And I kind of knew on the spot that I wanted to go play, you know, football instead of basketball. That's pretty cool. So I guess like whenever you wait, so you said you never toured any colleges or anything. You didn't even go to or Duke. Uh, no, uh, we flew up. It, it wasn't on an unofficial or official. My family just flew up there. Didn't talk to anybody. It was during COVID. So we flew up uh, only ones on the plane, only ones in the airport. Saw Duke for maybe 20 minutes and then left. So didn't have any interactions with anyone. But, you know, after seeing the campus, if anybody's been there before, you know, it's it's pretty special. That's pretty awesome. And that's that's pretty funny, though. I can't uh, believe you never toured it. Uh, that's actually a couple people on our team. Uh, we've never like they didn't tour the school. They just were like they saw it and they're like, that's it. <laughs> right. um, but so I guess um, speaking, you brought up basketball and football. Uh, Duke is kind of like a people. A lot of people kind of know it as like a basketball school. But like once you got on the team, uh, people are starting to like realize that it could definitely it's definitely starting to be a football uh, school now. Like, uh, how do you think that, like, you and the team have uh, done that? Yeah, so my freshman year, we were in three and nine. So, you know, that basketball reputation of a school definitely stuck. But, you know, having Elko come in uh, going into my sophomore year really changed things. Like, around the community and stuff after, you know, going nine and four this year, after three and nine last year, uh, it's incredible. You know, just walking around campus, you know, people start to recognize you. Walking downtown Durham people start to recognize you. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, cause before nobody would ever do that. Um, but you know, I, I still think 
I still think we got a lot to work on. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I tell people all the time I get recognized more going downtown Fairhope than downtown Durham, uh, which is a fact. But uh, yeah, it's it's special. Um, it's special what we're doing here, and uh, you know, hopefully in the years to come, we'll really you know change this change this uh, you know school's reputation around. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, as you, you go to a, a big ACC school like Duke and um, the more and more that you guys win, the more the more popular you're going to get. So has that kind of um, – how has that affected you? Like, obviously, you go from Fairhope playing football there, and now all of a sudden you're playing at a big ACC school and, like, most of your games are probably on television and you're getting interviewed a little bit more. Like, how, how did you adjust to that? Yeah, yeah. Um... You know, it's definitely completely different from from what, you know, I used to do back home in Fairhope, small community. But, uh, you know, just adjusting to like the bright lights, um, it's, it's kind of tricky. But at the same time, as as long as you remain humble, like, you know, nothing can really intimidate you. So, you know, I, I never get too high and I never get too low. I just, you know, try to take not take anything for granted and, and go into each interview, um, you know, grateful for the opportunity. That is, that's a really cool uh, mindset to have. And I guess uh, another thing I wanted to ask is, like, whenever uh, freshman year, I mean, uh, for you, what was the feeling whenever uh, your coach told you that you were going to go play? Like, how did that feel? Because, I mean, I'm sure that must have been pretty freaking amazing. Yeah, so my freshman year, uh, I got my first start against Virginia Tech, which is, you know, kind of notorious for having one of the most insane environments in college football. So I go out there. Freshman year, it went terrible. I mean, I I don't I, I don't think I I didn't have a touchdown. Probably went three for twenty completions. Who knows? Uh, got absolutely blown up. Like I was seeing stars, but I I you know I didn't I didn't tell anybody. Stuck through the game. Uh, it, it <laughs> it's crazy how far you've gone. I always tell people like you don't know what you don't know. So going into that first game, freshman year, you know, starting quarterback, I didn't know you know what was to come, but. It was definitely an eye-opening experience for me. I remember after the game, you know, questioning why I didn't play basketball in college. It was just a mess. But, you know, I stuck it out. I uh, learned from it, and, you know, it definitely paid off. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really good mindset to have. I mean, I wanted to ask if you uh, expected to start at all freshman year. You know, obviously when you commit, everybody's like, yeah, I'm going to go in, I'm going to start, this and that. But when you get here, it's completely different, you know. Mm-hmm. You're 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 the fifth string quarterback. I was a fifth string quarterback going into you know preseason camp two weeks before the season. I had I didn't have a shot. You know, first game of the season, maybe knew half the playbook. I mean, I was all over the place. Mine was running. Um, but after six games into the season, that's really when I I started playing and I started to pick things up. But you know, I, I'd love to say yeah, I knew I was going to end up starting by the end of the year. But I mean, realistically, you know, that was that was a long shot. Well, I mean, I'm glad that you are starting now because it's pretty awesome to see you on TV. Uh, but I guess in um, what was it that like your coach saw on you, or what do you think was it that your coach saw on you that they were like, we should we should start Riley Leonard? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I just think they they saw a guy that's gonna win. Uh, you know, whatever it <laughs> takes. Sure I may that. not have the I may not have the strongest arm. Uh, I may not be the fastest on the field, but you know, I feel like I've you know, found a way to win uh, throughout my life. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of do whatever it takes to accomplish that. 
Well, you mentioned that you're not one of the fastest on the field. You're the leading rushing QB in the ACC, at least this year. <laughs> at least by by, and I think you beat out um the Heisman winner in QB rushing yards, um as well, <laughs> which yeah. is pretty crazy. Um, have you always been more of a um like a rushing threat, or is that something you think just you picked up at Duke? I don't I don't think I ran too much in college. I think my longest rushing touchdown or in high school, I think my longest rushing touchdown was maybe like 30 yards in high school. I, I Baxter, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you came to the games, but I, I don't remember taking off too much. Maybe I did, but uh, definitely in college, you kind of have to. So. Yeah, I mean, all I remember is you just bombing that thing. Like you, you could throw all. The, I mean, and I loved watching it. But uh, no, uh, I mean, watching you on TV now, like with uh, Duke and everything, I remember seeing that uh, that North Carolina versus Duke, and you had that was it seventy four uh, rushing <laughs> touchdown. That yeah. freaking was insane. That was so cool to watch. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a cool experience. Yeah. What was that game like, that rivalry weekend game between uh, Duke and North Carolina? Like, obviously, I know you guys lost by three, but what was that experience like like for you? Yeah. Um, you know, coming from Alabama, I understand, like, the rivalry between Alabama-Auburn. But in North Carolina, like, that Duke-UNC rivalry is is really legit. Um, I didn't really realize that till you know, I kind of started to play in that game and in the week building up to it. Uh, everybody says, like, there's no difference. It's just another week. But in reality, that UNC game is different. Uh, there's a different, you know, atmosphere. Uh, everybody's everybody's, you know, a little bit of ner- uh, a little little nervous going into the game. Interviews happen all week. Uh, the the fans, the teachers, everybody's just getting ready for that game. So to play in that game and you know to to lose the way we did was unfortunate. But I think we really set a statement in the ACC. No, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that was a pretty big game. And then also like, I mean, just uh, seeing all the other times you've uh, played against like Miami and Wake Forest and everything, y'all really set the tone and it was pretty cool. I loved seeing uh, all your, I mean, I I watched uh, a thing recently where it's just all of your rushing touchdowns and it was really cool. I love, I think my favorite one was probably the the Miami one where every like you dove at the very end to stick it out to get the touchdown. That was probably my favorite. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a big rule on our team. Never stick the gr- ball across the goal line. It may fumble and it may become a touchback. So uh, we went into the meeting room the next day, and I got I got ripped on a little bit for doing that. So really, yeah, that's for sure. That's awesome. I would never have expected that. That's such a crazy rule. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a no go. Don't don't reach the ball across the uh, the goal line unless it's fourth down in the last play of the game. And it was, it was third down in that situation. So you know, I'm glad I didn't fumble or anything. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things I want to ask you is, um, so we mentioned how guys have a little bit of like extra nerves or something for those rival games. Like when you find yourself in like big moments, like in that Virginia tech atmosphere and stuff like that, how do you settle yourself down and kind of, you know, not fold to like pressure and expectation? Yeah. Uh, great question. So um, my coach always talks about um, nerves only come from lack of preparation. So, I mean, you you know, when you walk into a test and you you know every single answer, like you study really hard and you feel good about it, like you actually want to take the test. That's what that's what playing each college game is like. Uh, we You know, we got seven days to prepare for each game. So, I, you know, after seven days of watching every single snap of their entire season, knowing exactly what coverage they're going to run, you kind of walk into it like ready to go. You know, in the, in the 
the two minute drives is really, you know, crunch time when people start to get antsy, but you know, we do film study on that too. So, I mean, there's nothing we're not prepared for. Uh, and at the end of the day, you're just playing the same game you're playing whenever you're seven years old. So, I mean, yeah. as long as you shut out the crowd and just focus on the game and have fun, you know, the, the nerves kind of go away. Yeah. Looking at it just like it's just any other game. Um, yep. Speaking and also, like you said, uh, just playing the game with like uh, when you're seven years old, what what made you get into sports? Like um, just like how did how did that start out whenever you were younger? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you kind of know the fan. We we, yeah. we kind of just like played everything. Uh, I guess my brothers, you know, really pushed me throughout the way. I was a, I was a middle one. So mm-hmm. big bro kind of pushed me around. And then I was able to, you know, pick on Devin, my little brother growing up. But we always just played ball. Um you know the list goes on and on of the amount of sports we, we we tried to play but super grateful for them learned a lot of sports uh and, you know i'm still interested in, in learning about new stuff i actually you know just got into pickleball so trying hey. to run some pickleball games here and there uh still working on my golf game but you know if there's if there's a ball you know i'm picking it up and i'm i'm, I'm trying to play it nice we actually we just played pickleball the other day so <laughs> we played it for the first time Fun. so yeah it's it's definitely so. a learning experience yeah, exactly. My golf game has drastically improved recently. So, improved? yeah, I think it has. I really do think it has. I don't think so. I mean, me and Baxter played golf the other week. Um, well, not the other week. It was a few months ago. <laughs> like, two months ago. But yeah. um, what's like uh, what would be or what's a tradition that y'all do or like what's something that y'all do like a pregame hype or like anything like do y'all do anything like that at Duke? Yeah. Um. We we got some pregame prayers that you know that are always good. Um, but as a team, I don't know. That's a good thought. Maybe I should maybe I should start a little tradition or something that it gets us fired up. Uh, yeah. Our strength coach does it does a good job of that though. So he'll give a little speech, and then Elko's um, incredible at giving speeches. I don't know if you've heard some of the clips, but you know he'll get you fired up and ready to go. That's cool. I don't think I've heard any of those, but I definitely should uh, look it up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask. So what was it like trying to learn a new offense as as a freshman, especially a, a college offense? Yeah, so when I got here as a freshman, obviously when Coach Elko got here, I had to learn another new offense. But both times, you know, it's it's kind of tough. In college, there are so many different variations uh, to each route. And as a quarterback, obviously you need to know all 11 guys on the field and what they're doing. Um, it, you know, it's pretty challenging. The quarterbacks, or at least in our offense, are in charge of the protections with the offensive line. Um, and then at the same time, after the ball snap, we got to read coverages. And, you know, we have routes that have seven different options based on, you know, different coverages and different looks. So we have to be on the exact same page uh, with the receivers. Um, so it's not just X's and O's. There's a lot more to it uh, than than a lot of people understand. Yeah, that's ridiculous because, like, you always hear about quarterbacks having all these different option routes and people um, kind of giving – QB's crap but like you know when you actually go through and read the playbook and you have seven different routes you could be running per yeah. play it's kind of kind of ridiculous yeah I well I would never be the Q, uh the QB anytime we would play football because I could never I could I don't think I could ever remember anything like that uh, <laughs> yeah making the throws the easy part the hard parts protections you know uh and coverages and things like that well, how about this? What was your um, favorite? Do you have a play um, this year in your head that kind of sticks out in your mind that you did or something like that? Yeah. Um, 
my favorite play this year. Either the Wake Forest go-ahead touchdown, you know, that was pretty cool, or um, the defense pick six against Miami to seal the deal. I don't know if you saw him with the U and he broke it over his knee. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of, <laughs> pretty awesome. That was a statement for sure. Uh, so one of those two, two plays were my favorite. Shoot. Uh, all right, this is this is gonna be a funny question. Uh, but I guess you know you're from Fairhope and everything. So, have you ever been to Bucky's before? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, awesome. All right, what do you think about Bucky's? Great, I love it. Uh, the, the gas is pretty cheap. You got the some of the best brisket I've ever had. They got their own merch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I couldn't say enough good things about Bucky's. You know, they uh, they like they had the line like out to the interstate sometimes. I don't know if you've seen that, but it's just insane. I don't. Have you ever been to a Bucky's, Charlie? I never have, and I'm really excited to go now because we ask everyone we interview about going to Bucky's. About, and I yeah, absolutely. Day. You got to try the brisket. Look, yes, try the brisket. That's what I've been the, I, I tell you, I said this on the last one. The brisket from a from a gas station is just such a such a it's weird not a gas station though like, <laughs> it's way more than that it's, way it's a way of life that's a way of life <laughs> it's everything <laughs> they do have everything in that store though i think so um but yeah so do you have any advice um you would go back and like give yourself um when you were playing like high school or middle school yeah um probably the biggest thing would just be not to care what people think you know i think expectations really got to me in high school sometimes uh, everybody saw me as like, you know, kind of just an athlete and everybody expected me to do this and that when state championships here and there. And that kind of got to my head a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I kind of felt the weight on my shoulders and and I uh, got distracted a little bit um, from the team. I feel like sometimes there's a separation between me uh, and the scene perceived by like everybody outside. Obviously, like internally, everybody knows, like, you know, I try to be the best teammate possible. But, uh, yeah, just to not care if people think. Um, and the expectations, just, you know, trust God and trust, trust him in everything. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, take all the, all the weight, you know, off your shoulders. I love that. Yeah. Um, and okay. So if you could, I guess this is kind of the same question in a way, but a little different. Uh, if you could like, if there's anything that you would base your, uh, mentality off of like a phrase or like a, like, what would you say? <laughs> I, I know what you're trying to say i would i would say you know i say it to myself all the time like just embrace being different okay. uh and, and that's something that i really go by so like and, and what i mean by that is like everybody that you're surrounded by is going to be doing you know dumb stuff in college and dumb stuff in high school um everybody's you know peer pressures uh you know you're going to be in those situations where people are going to start offering you drinks offering you drugs um but once you have the confidence to like embrace the fact that you're different and and have the confidence to say no, and, you know, do what you really believe in, uh, I think you're going to go, you know, a long ways, especially here at Duke. So, you know, I, I'm sure you guys realize like, or if you ever, if you've ever been up here, uh, there are very few Christians and it's very easy to fall in, into the temptation of just, you know, not following God because there's not many resources to do so. But, uh, you know, I kind of just have embraced the fact that, uh, you know, I'm different and I am a Christian and, you know, I'm not going to, you know, shy, shy away from anything. That's awesome. That's really cool to hear. Uh, so have you like found like a, a little church community or have you found a church? When, uh, up yeah. There? So uh, we kind of started a FCA with with athletes every Sunday, which is a little Bible study. Uh, I'm sure you guys know a couple, you know, the, the basketball players like 
Paulo and AJ Griffin, mm-hmm. uh, some of those guys who are in the league right now, uh, kind of, you know, were there freshman year when we kind of picked things up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I got that community. Meet my coach, my coach and I round up guys every week, and we 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 try to go to church uh, somewhere. We kind of church hop around the community. Uh, so I've definitely found ways to do it, but um, it's not like anything came to me. You kind of have to go go seek uh, certain groups. I got you. That's really cool, though. Uh, it's um, a really great way to just spread the word, just like, you know, get people around you that uh, that want to hang out with you and just be like, hey, yeah. you listen to this. Like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really awesome. Do you, so did you meet um, like Paolo last year then? during this yeah yeah we hooped a couple times in cameron uh because we both got here uh well my class and his class in football and basketball we got here the summer um, of of 2021 so we were the only ones on campus so we used to go hoop in cameron sometimes and and hang out we we all had a class together which was which was just football and basketball players so um it was pretty cool he's a good guy likes to freestyle in class and just you know goof off but you know he's a good dude that is awesome. That's probably one of the best stories I've ever heard. Yeah, just randomly just be like, yeah, I can hoop with Paolo Banks. Yeah, as well say, yeah. So whenever <laughs> you play basketball with him, could you like hang with them or like uh were you Dude, pretty he, good? I've I've hooped around a lot of good a lot of good players. He's the best I've ever played against easily. He like he's he's got the handle of a point guard. I mean, you, you probably can't tell in the NBA, but he's like he's twitchy. I mean, and, and he's a legit <laughs> I don't know what they have him listed as, but he's a legit like six eleven. I mean he was just a freak. He played quarterback up until like ninth grade, and you know I think he had offers in like eighth grade to go play quarterback too. So that's insane. Um, yeah, he's a freak. That's awesome. Just one of those those gifted athletes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, Question yeah, I quickly want to go back to your um recruiting process, um, just because. So obviously you had the Duke offer. Was that kind of like a when you got it? Um, I'm gonna take it. Or was there? Did you have any other like considerations? Like, walk us through how you chose a little bit. Yeah. So, like I said, I was recruited super late. Uh, my in, into my you know going into my senior year summer, and quarterbacks commit going into their senior senior in into their senior year. So as soon as I was getting those offers, quarterbacks were starting to commit. So you know you get an offer, but that offer may not be there in a week because some some other kid may commit to that school. So it's kind of like a race to, you know, to see whoever can commit first. So, you know, I, I probably had a month span of coaches calling me. Uh, never took a, like I said, a visit anywhere, but Syracuse, uh, Nebraska, Duke, um, Vanderbilt, a, a lot of schools, a lot of schools started, started to hit me up within that month span. But, you know, obviously I chose Duke. And then after Duke, schools like Ole Miss came uh, and tried to recruit me, which is pretty cool but you know not really my atmosphere so ended up sticking with duke but it was it was all within a month that i had to make a decision that's pretty interesting um okay so this is another really weird uh question but all right so if you could go back in time to any any time period any place and give them something what would you give them it's a really weird random question but i don't know it's a good question any time in the history yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, any time period. <laughs> oh, man, I'm gonna, I don't know. I don't want to say something too random. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go. The Titanic. A heads up. 
Oh, yeah, all right. That's yeah, valid. <laughs> we'll go Abraham Lincoln, a bodyguard. Uh, <laughs> that's all That's all I got right now. But <laughs> Nice. Those, those yeah, are pretty very good random, ones. but... Yeah. yeah. I love that. I would never have thought of that myself. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of it. I would probably have just been like, I don't know, just shown like the Romans, uh, like, I don't know, iPod shuffle or something like that. The shuffle? <laughs> I don't know. Something weird. <laughs> yeah, it's very random of me, but I try to think outside the box. Nah, I got yeah. you. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, let me ask you one. Jordan or Braun? That's a really good We, we had this debate the other day. day. Actually, we did have that debate today. I, I said Jordan still. I mean, I, I want to say Jordan. I love him so much, but, I mean, LeBron just broke the scoring record, and I feel like that ju- that just does it for him. I don't know. I don't like. I, I like Jordan's personality more though than LeBron's. But uh, I don't know. What about you? What do you think? It's Jordan. You think Jordan? Okay. Yes. Oh, come on. It's Jordan. Yeah. I mean, I respect LeBron. You probably have a better argument for LeBron based on like stats and stuff like that. But when you're talking about a goat, you know, I, I say it's MJ for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a fair point. I love him though. I absolutely I agree. I, I can't hate on him for anything. Mm-hmm. Man has never lost a finals appearance. That's a, that's a great six or six. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, I think this basically wraps it about up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone, thank you for listening. I've enjoyed it so much. I know me and Baxter have Riley. We hope you've enjoyed it too, but this has been another episode <laughs> of the dorm room. And so everyone, thank you for listening and we will catch you next time.